0: Welcome back to another ESL podcast. Man, it's Developing Vocabulary Day. We're going to be going over some expressions and phrases with self. That's right. S E L F. I got about six phrases with a lot of stories for you guys. We have self doubt. We have self expression. We have self indulgence, self serving, self preservation, and self deprecating. Okay. We're gonna be going over these. Let me give you definitions. We'll see how it goes. But first and foremost, self doubt. That's a lack of confidence in oneself and abilities. A lot of you guys have self doubt with speaking English. A lot of you guys have that. Did I have self doubt when uh, you know th- there was a guy ridiculing me? It was a guy, girl, whatever you you know here in Thailand, and. I was ordering food and I was like, kapamu, kapamu, that's stir-fried basil with chicken and rice. That's it. He understood. He just kept saying, alana, 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 meaning what, 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 what? And then he's like, kapamu. And he repeated the exact way I said it. His friend laughed, and I'm like, Oh, you're making a mockery of me. I'm gonna walk away. And I walked away. I that did not give me doubt. But you know what's funny? Of course, after that, and if people still have a tendency of not wanting, there's a difference between trying not to understand and not wanting to understand so that you can try to make them feel little and make them realize, oh, well, your tie is not very good. This is one of the growing problems in different places. And you guys probably may have encountered this speaking English in other countries. If you have a thick accent, again, this is if you're going from Central and South American countries to Europe, if you're going from Asia to Europe, I've had so many instances. So many, I've heard so many stories about my students going to other countries and people would just make a mockery out of them. They know what they're saying. They know what they're saying. In America, we make out what you're saying or we try to help you. This is what I was brought up on. This is what I remember. Now, I, am I going to say all Americans are like that? No, America's massive. But let's just say in Vegas, if you go up to someone and you say, excuse me, where is they're going to help you? Now, Japan obviously is the best place in the world for that because they'll literally take you by your hand and they'll take you to the place or they'll show you on the map or they'll, they'll just help you a significant amount. Uh, but there are other Asian countries where they just walk right by you, unfortunately. Now, would that give you self-doubt? That would give you, that would take away your, your, your faith that you have in humanity, but that should not rip away your confidence. So if you have self-doubt because people had tried making mockery, like a mockery of you to make you feel little and to make you, oh, you don't know how to speak English. I'm going to give you one more story. One of my students who I teach in the evening on Sunday, he's like, AJ. Nickname AJ, he's like, someone was bullying me. I was like, what happened? He said, online, Counter-Strike. Right when I start speaking English, they're like, oh, where are you from? Thailand, oh, you're English, so good. So good, Thailand, you're English, so good. And I'm like, now, where are they from? Oh, they're from Indonesia, Philippines. And I'm like, okay, do they have perfect English? No, so why do you think they're doing that? Oh, because is it, is it a personal battle? No, do they know you personally? No. If they knew you personally, you would probably be their friend, right? Yeah. So why do you think they're doing that? Oh, they want power over me. They want me to feel bad so they feel better. I said, that's, that's what people do, unfortunately. But understand, don't give them sympathy. Give them empathy. You have to feel what they feel like. Because guess what? Someone else had to do that to them for them to do that to you someone else had to do that to them for them to do that to you and, and it's just like when I was I was bullied by my older brother older sister and the next you know I started bullying my younger sister we never had a really good uh communication but uh, you know a, a really good conversation at all because well she just ignored me all the time she had an attitude and I never understood why but then Finally, we had an honest conversation, probably back in 2016, and that was the end. We finally buried all, buried all bad blood. But I realized that, yeah, I was somewhat of a bully. Why? Because my, bully had, my, my brother and my older sister had bullied me when I was younger. You see what I mean? So it's always about asking for that forgiveness. So self-expression, self-expression, that's, one, that's how one shows their feelings, their thoughts, ideas. It could be through music and writing. I'm working with an amazing coach right now, Nisha Sone from Norway. And again, she talks about she's like a a self-image coach and whatnot. And the way she is so free, she is a remarkable soul. If you look at her drawings, you can see in her mind. You know, and that's called being an expressionist. She has that freedom of beyond self-expression. Even when she's dancing, she dances on her stories, her Instagram stories, on this, on that. Does she care about possible ridicule and possible judgment? No way, because she loves it, and no one could ever change that. See, that's power, and that's powerful. So self-indulgence is what people do. It's like a behavior when, you know, they act exactly the way they want. They often do it for purpose. Or pleasure, or even through laziness, whatever it may be, self-indulging. A lot of people would do this. I mean, think about it. I see this all the time. You know, purpose of pleasure. I see this a lot with women. Now, a lot of people would be like, oh, well, you know, it's just here in Thailand, I've, I have, I've never seen it as crazy. But again, I do not judge them. I just observe. But a girl would just come out and she would be at the table. She could be starving. She would take probably about 3,000 pictures of herself and she would post it. These are net idols. Net idols are basically women that make a lot of money promoting products through Instagram. The people that follow her are a bunch of horn dogs. Basically, this is horny men. Okay. No offense to them, but you know, this is how they've created their living. Okay. If you love it, fantastic, do it. But again, it's that self indulgence that makes it almost impossible to speak to any of these women. You know, you could see it in the high society areas. They call it Tongla, Ekamai, Prampong. These areas where these stations and these trains, you know, the trains go, they're extremely high society. You would see Lamborghinis, BMWs and everything. But these people, they will completely, they wouldn't acknowledge a soul who they believe is under them. It could be a security guard, it could be a doorman, it could be anyone that self-indulgence and that ego, it's, it's terrifying. Me, I would never do that. And that's what's so great about me. Cause a lot of people don't know who I am here in Thailand, which is fantastic. But when I go downstairs, I always joke with the maids. I joke with the women at the, you know, the maids downstairs, uh, you know, there's, we have a couple of maids who are like schizophrenic, you know, and if they say hello to me, I'm going to say hello back. I'm not going to judge him, the, you know, her, whatever, you know, based on, you know, uh, an, an unfortunate disorder. No, a human being's a human being through my eyes. So guys, again, do not be too self-serving. So a self-serving, oh my God, that's basically someone who just serves themselves, you know, just serves themselves. But you know what? One of them that's very interesting is self-deprecating. So self-deprecating, okay, this is basically... It's not so much having one's, oh my God, what is it? You feel in less than you really believe you are. And so if you say, oh my God, I'm going to give you an example. I walked into one of the main central towers out here, right? Because I was teaching this like almost a celebrity type of trainer. And so I go up there and he's like, hey, Arsenio, meet me at the top where the massage in the gym, da, 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 da. I'm like, sure. I met this other Instagrammer. She had like 1 million followers, but she was perfect. She grew up in Kentucky, Kentucky, a Thai woman. Growing up in Kentucky, can you believe that? And so I go over to him and he has this guy. He looks like a foreigner. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, hey, how you doing, brother? You know what I mean? Like, we're just talking. I didn't know who he was. I had no idea who he was. But then I realized that was the grandfather of the richest billionaire in this country. Uh, What is it? Central, Central Group. So that grandfather, and of course, he's an actor. He has like multiple businesses. He's 20, 23, 24. I don't know how, he's very young. But he is not self-deprecating. He's not one of those that, he doesn't say, oh, my achievements are less important. But he, if, if I'm like, oh, your grandfather's central, and you know, the guy who I received, he's like, yeah, his grandfather's rich. But he said, let me emphasize, the kid said this, quote, let me emphasize, that's not my money, that's not who I am, I'm my own person, just to let you know. And I said, that's it right there, because too often, we kind of use our parents' status. If they make money, or they're popular, they're this, they're that to say, yeah, I'm going to start treating people because of this and that. No, 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 no. You've accomplished nothing. Okay. You've been splat out. Let's see what you can do. It's not about mommy and daddy. It's about what you can do. But oftentimes the children, they try to say, yeah, my father does this and my mother. No, what do you do? But don't have that self-deprecating type of personality. Whereas you, you make your achievements, your abilities seem less important. I've seen people do this before. You know, they'll say, oh, well, yeah, I've done this. I've done that. Yeah, I won a Nobel Peace Prize, but it's really nothing. That's self-deprecating. So that's a limited belief saying, oh, well, I've done this, but I feel like I'm still not enough. That's conditioning. That's all done through conditioning. So you have to get to the root cause of that. So in saying that, if we look at some of these, how might the behavior be considered? I'm going to give you this right here. How might this behavior, I'm sorry, be considered? Selfish or selfless? So selfish and selfless, are polar opposites. Acronym. It's like an acronym. Let's say an antonym. There we go, antonym. Acronym. Uh, antonym. I haven't said that word in years. So selfish, obviously, it's what happened. The high society out here in this country, it's just how it is, right? And a lot of people around the world, it's not just Thailand. It's just people who have money, they use it to abuse power instead of helping the people or supporting the people that need it most. There's no reason for you to have 30 billion billion. What are you doing with that to help these people? You're not gonna take any of that money to your grave. You're just business, business, business. But it's what they've been taught. So let me give you this, this scenario. A wealthy friend pays for a poor friend's meal in an expensive restaurant. Now, obviously, this is selfless, okay? So let's say you have a friend, right? And I've been through these moments before. I'm going to give you the real good story. I've been through these moments before, and what had happened, that's not selfish, obviously. It's selfless, but how does the other person feel? Now, I've never been to uber expensive restaurants, but I remember the last time I had a student, right? And this little agency, you know, I knew them very sparingly. I did a little volunteer work with them and whatnot. They're very nice. Uh, I've known her for quite some time, about two years already. Um, You know, she's like, hey, I have a student. And she's free this day, free this day, free this day. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. Let's do it. And I go there and it's what Thailand calls a lady boy. And I'm like, oh, cool. Wonderful. Let's do it. So we sit down in this restaurant and we're in this restaurant called Greyhound. Now, if we put both meals together, it's going to be what? $20, $30. No problem. But $20, $30 in Thailand is very expensive. So she's like, oh, don't worry. I'll pay for you. Don't worry. Now, given the fact she is extremely popular, 500,000 Instagram followers. She is Oh my God, she's huge. Her organic reach, she's just insane, right? But every time I met her, she was always paying and paying and paying and paying and paying. How do you think that makes me feel? It makes me feel that I'm not, it feels like, from my sense, that I'm kind of taking advantage of her, or I feel like I'm less. Now, I would love to pay, but if I pay, I feel guilty because it's showing her. No, I invited you here. I'm going to pay. And I'm like, no, let me pay this time. And then an argument erupts. And she's like, why don't you just let me pay? Let me just do this. It's no big deal. And this is what happens when we put money on a pedestal, meaning you put money above friendship. Money should never be a problem. Now, in relationships, you have to understand, okay, half and half, 60, 40, 70, 30, whatever it may be, in whatever culture, whatever country you live in, but towards the end, I remember it was like a buy one, get one happy hour. We went to another restaurant. It was at a place called Central Embassy out here in Bangkok, which is one of the most expensive places. She brings over a friend. I'm like, hey, where do you work? What do you do? Oh, I work at the Conrad. I'm like, oh, fuck. Conrad's like one of the best hotels in all of Asia. And another guy comes by, Hey, what do you do? Oh, I'm a flight attendant for Bangkok airways. I said, Oh my goodness, this is crazy. And I'm like, guys, I do have a podcast at night. So I do apologize. I got to run. Dude, that bill could have been 200, but they don't look at it as money. They don't look at any of that as money, but obviously like after that and after finishing the last class and whatnot, you know, It just felt like she didn't want to learn it. I don't know what it was. I don't know what her purpose or her why was. But yeah, she just ended up like, you know, disappearing and whatnot. I hope that she did well with her presentation in Chiang Mai and all that good stuff. But do you understand what I mean? So again, going back to that story, a wealthy friend paying for a poor friend's meal. Understand that that poor friend might not feel that he is deserving of that. So I think that the wealthy person should not take the poor person to an expensive restaurant unless his mental condition is there and saying, you know what? I am enough. I am worthy of this. Are you worthy? Are you worthy of this expensive meal? But a lot of people are not. They feel out of place. So maybe you should go to like, I don't know, maybe a two-star restaurant or something like that. Put yourself on their level because then they feel like you're giving, like you're receiving the empathy that they're trying to give. Like, hey, I make this amount, you make this amount, you make a significant amount more than me. Let's go here because I feel comfortable. That person should say, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go grab some tacos over here. What's that, $8? Okay, let's do it. It's not about lowering yourself, but it's about making – each party feel comfortable and then you could slowly bring that person up and say hey it's all right don't worry don't worry about it i got you but at the same time when you take them there educate them on so many different levels you could talk about all the great stuff and have a great time but say hey you got to understand you possibly might have limited beliefs that is that's keeping you from excelling so again don't be too self-serving don't be self-deprecating, but it all comes back to empathy. Have empathy for that other person. So I'm going to give you three situations. I've been talking for a while already. If friends make self-deprecating comments, how do you respond? Is it a good thing to frequently make these kinds of comments? Well, it just depends. self deprecate like undervaluing oneself, okay? Being excessive okay and undervaluing oneself um that's basically saying oh i could never get that job you see what i mean oh i could never oh i could never do that oh i could never guys i had that with women here in thailand last year i met oh, oh my gosh she was beautiful beyond belief and when i met her i'm like i shouldn't be sitting here with her what does she see in me you see that's self deprecating Because I am a different color and she is what Thai people would say ultra gorgeous, I shouldn't be around her. There have been so many other instances, you know, uh, that I've met super beautiful women and Thai people look at me, look at her, and they're like, what is she doing with him? It's because my self-image was broken. So to catch them, to catch them and say, hey, you're enough. You're enough. You're just like the rest of us. It's just you have limited beliefs. And it's because what you've been taught, what you've been conditioned as. Now you're self-aware, so what can we do about it? So, again, in saying that, this is a real good lesson. This is an action-packed le- lesson. There's some things that you could do, of course, on my blog, hopefully. Uh, and then we could go, and then we could continue talking about this in other, what, what is it, in other podcasts. Oh my god, I've been talking like crazy all day today. So, in saying that, guys, I hope you understand the selves. There were six of them. And if you guys have any questions, you already know how to get in contact with me. And the life skills is back. How to network. I really hope I could bring someone on to talk about this on how to network. And again, I do have someone in mind that I could bring on in terms of uh doing this someone from Norway again the coach uh because she has networked amazingly well so in saying that let's see what happens of course over the next uh few days or whatnot and see if I could bring her on for this nice little thing over here but in saying that guys ah, thank you thank you thank you I am done speaking for today thank you for tuning in to another ESL podcast if you guys have any questions any Uh, inquiries. If you want to get on a call with me, if you want to check out my Udemy courses, my business English course, no one has signed up just yet. So i pumped the brakes on making episodes. I just need to focus more on that. Uh, But again, if you guys are interested, let me know. And in saying that, thank you so much for tuning into another ESL podcast. More to come, people. More to come. I'm your host, as always, over and out.